What's going on, everybody? And welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Chanton Times. What's up? What's up? What's going on? Welcome to uh, Monday's episode. So I, I think we're in the, what are we, like 305, I want to say? I could be off, but we've we've broken the 300s, right? Um, so definitely continue to tune in, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, give us feedback, your comments, and we'll uh, try to respond in, in kind and just greatly appreciate to be here this long, people listening to us. So it's definitely a, a great thing. But without further ado, I'll give it to Shannon. All right, everybody. So this uh, this article is actually from abcnews.com, um, and it's t- uh, by Luke Barr, titled Baltimore Schools Cyber Attack Cost Nearly $10 million, according to a state IG uh, report that they did. So the attack itself actually occurred in November of 2020. Um, and I, I can't remember. I remember the story, but I can't remember if we did it on the podcast or not. Do you remember, Ryan? If this one came I don't think so. Or- Okay, I, then I read it because it kind of hit close to home. So being from Maryland, it kind of hit close to home to me. So I, I remember reading it. But what they're saying here is that um, what the school, <laughs> the reason for the cost is that there were um, there were some guidelines that were laid forth to them that they didn't follow. So the Baltimore County Public School System didn't follow these things that came out in the report beforehand. And uh, what ended up happening was an email, right? Somebody got fished. You know, somebody got fished and uh, that's what ended up happening was that's how they got into the system. So apparently they had separate networks, right? So they had a secured network for email and they had one that was non-secure and this person ended up opening it up um, on the non-secured network and got through and went through everything, right? So um, one thing I was trying to find that I couldn't find uh, looking into this was the 10 million they say is actually the cost for the network upgrades they had to do and the damage from the cyber attack, right? But they don't lay out um, what costs what in the 10 million, right? But yeah, so it, it, this is one of those things, right? Where it, it, it's it's simple, right? When it comes to the phishing stuff, it's simple. Don't don't get caught up doing that. You don't have to click every link. You don't have to open every email, especially if you don't recognize the sender. I mean, there's different things you can do, right? Um, depending on depending on what they did um, in their network, whether or not they did uh, digital signatures to verify it was valid for who it's coming from. Like there's different things, PKI, like all types of things they could be doing that they just never implemented, right? Like they were told about it and they just didn't do it. But um, but yeah, with this, so even even though this IG report is coming a year and a half later, because it was what November or two two and a half years later, two years and some months later, because uh, it was November 2020. Uh, they're still looking into it, though. So there's still an investigation by the FBI and Homeland Security, Cyber, Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency um, still doing work on this. But put people like don't don't you don't like I said, you don't have to open every email. Right. Like ten million dollars is a lot, especially for uh, a public school system. Right. Like we already struggle with getting money into public schools and, and to be spending it on this. I'm not saying it's not needed, but it could have been less than $10 million if they'd have just followed the recommendations up front, right? Like, I just, I don't understand that. But yeah, $10 million between network upgrades and and, and uh, what the attack cost them. So is it something, man? I, I, I gotta, I, I don't know how, how many times, I guess we're gonna say it every week, right? Like people, <laughs> like don't, don't get caught up. You know what I mean? Like, and, and here's the thing. It's very easy to go out there and look up measures that to protect yourself that are easy, right? Like not even 
company provided measures, just things you can do as best practices, you know what I mean? That people can follow to, to keep them from, from falling prey to this, you know what I mean? But Ryan, what's your thoughts on this? No, you're absolutely right. And <clears throat> excuse me, it was what's uh, crazy though is that it was identified by the by one of the teachers. <clears throat> excuse me, I clear my throat. Uh, so in, in the uh, the article, it says the teacher flagged the email to the in-house uh, tech support, who then forwarded the email to a contracted tech support su supervisor um, before it was eventually open. So I don't know if it's a matter of training or if it was just. Uh, an oversight when it finally got to the third person, um, what network they were on and what they what they clicked, but uh, it it seems as though they they had some idea, right? Like the teacher who saw it was like, this is obviously um, fake in some regards or or uh, uh, efficient attempt, and then they passed it to who they believe would be the the proper person. Which I don't know if that should be in their playbook anyway, though. Like, why are we passing around emails? Um, as opposed to like, maybe that person was not on site and they asked for them to pass it. I don't know, like just speculating. But then for it to go to a third person and eventually be opened, um, it, it's just a matter of training. Like pe people are your your greatest threat uh, in any organization, whether it be uh, malicious on purpose or uh, malicious through ignorance, right? Um, someone in this chain of uh, fumbling this email, uh, opened it up on the wrong network and then that's how they got um, owned, so to speak. So. And if, if it was part of, like, if this was the proper way uh, in their procedures to do it, when it got to that third person, the, the, the one who was the contracted tech supervisor, like, are you, are you vetting your, uh, your vendors, so to speak? Like, do they have the proper uh, understanding and training to make sure it doesn't happen, right? So it could have been that um, the, the teacher did understand what was going on. And then, well, for whatever reason, the process was to pass it to tech support in-house. And then they... Uh, only had the ability to do so much with the resources they had, and they were told to okay, pass it to um, so our contracted solution, and then they messed up, right? So it's like these are the people you're paying to hopefully get you out of the situation. They dug you in deeper, um, but yeah. So FBI, uh, scissors involved. There'll probably be more uh, about this because that is a, a big chunk of change, right? Ten million dollars that somebody's not getting a book, right? Or some 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 uh, projected. Uh, class or process is not going to be funded. Like that's a, a ton of money, uh, especially in the, the public school um, system. So it's unfortunate, but it goes to show you like at some point an uh, article uh, talks about it. They had a, uh, a consultant or somebody came in to do the audit and did it properly, identified these things will get us uh, in trouble and need to be upgraded. And then they sat on it and didn't do anything about it. And guess what? It was exploited. So uh, you have to, if you're going to pay for those said services, then you have to kind of, there's risk involved, right? And there are money, money that needs to be spent. Uh, but you, you, you bet wrong. You bet on the side of high risk and then this is your reward. So definitely unfortunate. Hopefully they, they get that situation squared away and it doesn't happen again in the future. But uh, for those of you who are tuned in for the first time, so Monday and Tuesday are topics, Wednesday's discussion. So tomorrow's topic will deal with cyber uh, crime groups offering six-figure salaries. So definitely tune in for that one. And then Wednesday, we have a discussion on DE&I and kind of where that's going um, uh, during this time of post-pandemic and pre-recession, I guess you would say. I don't know. So weird times. So definitely tune in for that one, that discussion. And then Friday, we talk about everything else, right? So movies, books, TV shows, like it's the non-cyber 
uh, related episode where we just dig into stuff like The Last of Us or Shannon's hate of it, so to speak, <laughs> and things of that nature. So definitely tune in for that. Hit us up on all, all the websites that go by our name. You can hit me up personally. I'm at RyRy Security Guy. That's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy. You can find me on LinkedIn, Clubhouse, and Twitter. So stay safe, stay secure. Thank you.